0: Today, dear
1: friends, let us consider the words of Paul when he declared, The God to whom I belong and whom I serve, from Acts twenty-seven twenty-three. This is an awesome declaration in a most trying time in Paul's life. We need to keep that in mind, the God to whom I belong and to whom I serve, because we'll see how effective that helps Paul and will help us too as we think about in dealing with the storms of life. Thank you to our J Webb, greetings to you kind listeners. Let's go to work today and consider the lesson text from Acts twenty seven, twenty two through twenty five. I want to read this section of text, but we're going to be referring back to several things in Acts twenty seven today. Of course, Paul is on a ship heading to Rome. And at this point in Acts 27, verse 22, And now I urge you to take heart, for there will be no loss of life among you, but only of the ship. For there stood by me this night an angel of the God, to whom I belong and to whom I serve, saying, Do not be afraid, Paul, you must be brought before Caesar, and indeed God has granted you all those who sail with you. Therefore take heart, men, for I believe, God, that it will be just as it was told me. Now, within the chapter of Acts 27, we read of this shipwreck of the Apostle Paul. Paul is under arrest, and he is sailing toward Rome, and we see his tour laden with storms and winds and the challenges that were before him, and even those on the ship. And you know, friends, we are all there at one time or another, uh, that being the storms and the winds of life. Now, this is not a weather report, friends, but with us, it's weathering the challenges in life. Oh, they vary. You know, it's often been said that individuals are in one of three places. You're about to head into something, you are into something, or you are about to come out from something in dealing with the troubles of life. With our text of Acts 27 today, verses 22 through 25, specifically the 27th chapter, we want to make a few practical applications and call our subject today once again, in dealing with the storms of life. But first, as we do, at this point in our broadcast, we always pause to hear a few words from our J. Webb about our work at International Gospel Hour.
0: Since 1934, the International Gospel Hour has been heard over the radio. Did you know through God's will that we've been blessed to remain on the air through gracious giving of congregations of Churches of Christ, faithful Christians, and devoted friends? That's why you will never hear us asking for money or for any type of donation from you, our listeners. Our offers of material and study aids are absolutely free. We plea for you to grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you always for listening. Let's continue our broadcast. And now, here's Jeff.
1: Dear friends, let's begin. In dealing with the storms of life, life holds us... Captive. Now, I know that sounds strange because the vast majority of us that are listening to this broadcast, I dare say you are free individuals. To those that have visited jails and prisons, we know there is no comparison for those that may be listening to our broadcast who are captive or who are in prison or in jail. I want to pause and I want to give you this. You know, the Apostle Paul and Silas... They were in prison, and they were praising God. God opened opportunities for them. God will open opportunities for you. Your life has not ended. Think about your life beginning, and look unto Christ. But as we think about living in this world, it's like the world holds us captive. Or Paul put it this way, the whole creation groans. Listen to Romans 8, beginning with verse 18. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. For the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope. Because the creation itself also will be delivered from the here it is bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groans and labors with birth pangs together until now. Not only that, but we also who have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves, eagerly waiting for the adoption, the redemption of our body. For we were saved in this hope, but hope that is seen is not hope, for why does one still hope for what he sees? Now folks, when I go back to Acts 27 and the first three verses, As Paul is being held captive, or a prisoner on the ship in bondage, if you will, I want us to think about some interesting parallels. Friend, we are in the world's prison. We're being held captive with such things as sickness and hurting and pain and suffering, losing loved ones, losing our jobs. But you know, although the world has its challenges... There are times are we not thankful for the refreshment of friends and loved ones, as was granted to Paul in Acts twenty-seven three. You know, a friend loves at all times, as we note from Proverbs eighteen twenty-four. And when we are with those that are in Christ Jesus, along with us, as we note Ephesians one verse three, if we are obedient to His will, how that we are able to be refreshed in this old world that holds us captive. God grants us provisions in this world, but only through Christ when dealing with the storms of life. Second, in dealing with the storms of life, we understand that storms vary and they are treacherous. You know, does threatening weather trouble you? I mean, I find myself taking extra precaution. Storms, severe storms, tornadoes, uh, winter storm warnings in many places, when we think about Paul's travel here in Acts 27, for example, we find in verse 4 where the winds were contrary. Uh then verse 8 difficult winds were not permitting them to proceed. The sailing became dangerous in verse 9. And I mean even it was said in Acts 27:10, men I perceive that this voyage will end with disaster and much loss, not only of the cargo and ship but also our lives. But then we understand what the Lord told Paul, as we read earlier. But continue, a tempestuous wind, a typhoon-type wind, verse 14, they were exceedingly tossed back and forth, verse 18, but guess what, folks? They made it. Yes, the ship was lost, but the lives were not lost. You see, we noted the different storms that came upon them. Dear friends, the storms of life will vary. But don't trust in the earthly matters. Trust in the spiritual master. Although we are sailing or moving onward and we are uncertain what is ahead, would we not do well to make certain that Jesus is our, well, shall we say, our captain? Listen to Hebrews 2 and verse 10. For it was fitting for him, for whom are all things and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons to glory to make the captain of their salvation, perfect through sufferings. Oh, dear friends, may I ask, is Jesus your captain of your salvation? Friend, are you sure? Or the storms of life, or maybe there are some challenges within that you're beginning to doubt and wonder. Let's think of Christ and the victory that is in Christ Jesus. Let's shift our thinking. Again, don't trust in the earthly matters, what's around us. Trust in the spiritual matter, the one above us, if you will. Dear friends, let's pause here and our J-Webb will share with you our free study titled Victory in Jesus. And when we're victorious in Christ, nothing else matters. Here's our J-Webb.
0: We are so thankful for you, our listeners, and your desire to know more about Christ. Our free study offer on this program is Victory in Jesus, a wonderful study booklet please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Victory Study. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988. Please leave your name, address, and just say, Victory Study. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com. Click on the Contact tab and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Victory Study in the message box. We appreciate our listeners and your interest in the things of Christ. And now, let's return to Jeff and our study.
1: Dear friends, in dealing with the storms of life, well, well, friend, don't forget, we can lighten our ships. You know, verse 18, we find they were lightening the ship, although they were going to be losing cargo, but isn't it something that no lives were lost, as said in our lesson text of Acts 27 22 through 25? At that point in time, the ship needed to be lightened in order to press onward. Friend, we see what is most important when dealing with the storms of life, and sometimes it takes a little reorganizing of responsibilities and commitments. Sometimes when the storms rise up, they actually seem to help us focus on what's important. Sometimes we get busy with many matters and things that are Ships, or our lives, just cannot travel well and weighs us down. Consider with me the words of Peter in 1 Peter 5, 7, Casting all your care upon Him, for He cares for you. That wonderful invitation of Matthew 11:28 through 30 to come unto Christ and to take our yoke upon Him to lighten our load. A lightened load helps travel to go a little smoother when dealing with the storms of life. You know, in verse 31 of Acts 22 they were reminded, except these abide in the ship, you cannot be saved. Don't jump off the ship. You know, in Noah's day, except one would abide in the ark, one would not be saved. Genesis 6, 8 and 9. You know, friends, today, unless we abide in the body of the church, we cannot be saved, for that is where the saved is found. Ephesians 5:23. That's why we always plead with individuals to turn unto the church we read of in the New Testament. That through simple faith in God, Hebrews eleven six, a repentant heart, Luke thirteen three, confessing Jesus before man, Acts eight thirty seven, Hebrews ten verse ten, or rather Romans ten verse ten, and then to be baptized into Christ for the remission of sins, Acts two verse thirty eight, that we may be saved, First Peter three verse twenty one, we will abide in that ship called the church. Let's think on these things as we deal with the storms of life and friends. Thanks for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour. I'm Jeff Archie and keep listening. God be with you, still
0: be Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God, but second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. God be